What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Iron Wild Podcast, and welcome to, if you're new, I'm Tiffany, your host. What's up, you guys? So, uh, this is going to be the mid-season finale, and we're going to pick back up on season four, October 14th. I thought that I was going to be able to, um, like, show up for y'all every Saturday flawlessly, and that did not happen. And so... Now that I finally have a setup of some sort, it's not exactly what I like. The background and everything is not exactly what I like, but we're in a new space. For those of you who don't know, you know, I did move um, at the end of July after a long wait, waiting period and praying and fasting and just, well, praying because I barely was fasting, child. Um, But a lot of prayer and everything and the Lord moved. And so, you know, we're still getting the space together, but that's the least of my worries i'm in a new space and that's what you know matters so anyways this episode is going to be uh short because i'm uploading this to um youtube so this is going to be uh like live you can see my face but it's also going to be uploaded of course to spotify apple and google Podcasts, and all the other platforms that it uploads to so today we're going to be talking about um deliverance um you really have to want deliverance i was just sharing real quick in a quick clip how people can be very inconsiderate of other people's time and spiritual boundaries and um you know they will know in their heart that they are not done with this sin but they still gonna try to come to somebody else act like it's a demon because let me tell you something one thing i have learned and understand stood is that when you have the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of your temple, you should not be filled with any demon, not even one, if the Holy Spirit is the one that's housing that temple. If the Holy Spirit is housing your temple, how is it possible that demons are getting in? That means the Holy Spirit ain't there. That means your your temple is vacant. It's just nothing but flesh. And the Spirit ain't there. You know, um, yes, we can be oppressed by our sin and that sin allows doors to be open for spirits to come in and wreak havoc and cause problems in your space uh you know spiritually in your spiritual territory however your your into your your like temple not if you got the spirit of god um i just don't believe that and so you know the demon filled christians thing that people are trying to push uh uh-uh nah um because they should have received the holy ghost now there are a lot of quote-unquote christians who are walking around and they do not have the holy ghost and that's why they're they have demonic that's why they're demonically possessed um you know what i'm saying but um in the beginning of my walk i was maybe a month or two in and i was just sharing my testimony of how um in my bedroom in my bed i did deliverance over myself and honestly when i say that i did it it's not even that i did it i was in such a desperate space and wanted to be freed from um sexual bondage and so i cried out to god and he freed me from my addiction to pornography um, I did still struggle with masturbation after that, uh, throughout my whole walk with Christ. If I'm going to be very honest with you guys, um, I 
just got freed from that. Just got freed from it. And it wasn't that I was doing it every single day. I just was finding myself falling into it. You know, when the temptation arose, I was falling into it. There was times that I did fight it and did not fall into it. But there were times that I was not successful in that battle. And I got to a point where I was just like, no, I'm not going to. This is this just can't be. This just can't be. And so I fasted. Um, I fasted for three days. And I just was so serious. And, um, you know, I am still actively, you know, making sure that I am submitting to God in the ways that he needs me to, to, to keep me going on the sanctification and purification process. And so, you know, part of that is obedience. Part of deliverance is obedience. Um, and giving up things that God is asking you to give up, you know? And so you know, there was this young, uh, young boy couldn't have been no older than 16, 17. And he was struggling in the area of, um, pornography. And I knew, you know, and it wasn't that I just knew because I knew, but it was the Holy Spirit made it very clear to me that this young man was not, he wasn't ready to give it up. There was still some things in his heart that was tied to this sin, um, that it was, it was still enjoyable for him. He, he was not willing. And y'all, did you know, we can be convicted of something, but when you're in that sin, it's still doing something for you. Even though afterwards you feel, you know, you feel some type of way, but you're still getting pleasure out of it, obviously, you know, um, even though, you know, it's wrong and you should not be doing it. And that's because there is still a love for that sin in there. Um, it is not until you become absolutely just disgusted and you're like, look, I'm done. I need to be free from this now that you actually like you get in that space of desperation and you start calling out for God. Like I need to be free from this because I do not want to do this anymore. Um, I knew that he was not at that place yet and that he was just running to me. And if you're not careful and see, Paul tells us not to lay hands on anyone unless you become partakers of their sin. And so I was being wise and not trying to run and jump and be the spiritual Superman, Superwoman, Wonder Woman, and want to go trying to save everybody. I know and I knew at that time, this has to be something that you really have to want to be freed from or else you're going to waste my time. I'm going to sit here. And first of all, I don't really know if I believe too much in delivering people from way across the airwaves. I mean, it, that probably is possible. I believe it's possible, but again, that person has to want it. They have to want to be free. And, um, I just knew that this person did not want to be free. I, not, not at the, it's like, yeah, you saying it, but you haven't got there yet in your heart. You haven't got there yet in your heart. And so until you get there in your heart, then your mind can change and you can actually come to repentance because in order for you to be delivered, you have to repent. You cannot be delivered from something that you're not really, you're not ready to turn away from. You're not ready to change your mind about it. You're still, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So, um, I kept sending him back to God because I'm just like, until you want to actually be set free, you're not going to be set free. 
you're not going to be set free. And so that was that. That was that was that at the end of the day. Um, I pray that he did get set free. Uh, you know, there was a few times that I did pray for this young man and everything, but you know, I was just being, I had just been freed from that not too long prior to that. So I'm like, I'm not going to mess myself up and, um, trying to, and trying to deliver you and those very things that I just cast out of me come back to me. No. So, you know, like I said, lay hands on no man suddenly, unless you become partakers of their sin. So, you know, you need to be careful. You need to be careful. So this next and last part of today's episode, um, I want to talk about, uh, since we're talking about, you know, people in consideration, <laughs> uh, no, nah, no, I wanted to talk about, um, the love of Christ and the love of Christ allowing us to be to people, um, what God is leading us to be in their life, regardless of how we feel. Ooh, Jesus. So, um, you know, people can be very inconsistent and we know that God is consistent. Um, people will sing your praises one second and then the next second they are pretty much over you and your entire existence at that point. And I understand it. I've had it happen to me. Um, One thing I can say about myself is that I'm very accepting of people. And even the parts of them that I'm not too fond of, I've always been just super tolerant. Not tolerant. Let me not say it because that's that's a bad word to use. Um, I'm just going to say I've always been super understanding. Although there have been times in the past where I was tolerant of people. And that's just not a good thing. Because if you can't deal with somebody, just go ahead and let them go. Don't be tolerant of them. Knowing you can't really stand this person's guts and you got them around. But, you know, um, I've always been very understanding of people's personalities. Because I know that I am not the easiest person to deal with. Even though I'm also not the hardest person to deal with. But I know that to some people, I may be hard to deal with because of my personality. And especially now... Um, with my faith in Christ um, and, and just the level of awareness that God has blessed me with the level of awareness that God has given me about myself and others you know because I cannot make excuses for myself and I cannot get away with just doing anything you cannot come around me and just get away with doing just whatever and so people tend to not like me for too long people will sing your praises for a second and honestly let me do not sing my praises do not come to me talking about Tiffany or so this and you're so that. I don't want to hear it because God is the only one that I want to hear anything from in regards to me. I don't need validation from anybody about who I am or none of that. Uh, because just as quickly as you come singing my praises, the next second you will be in your heart feeling some type of way about me because we don't see eye to eye on something or there's just things that I see to be foolishness. And there are people who they don't think it's foolishness. And I'm just like, you're not going to do foolish things around me and think I'm not going to say nothing. <laughs> and so, you know, how do we deal with difficult? Um, how do we deal with existing, coexisting with other people who there are certain clashes and personality clashes? And honestly, I just think about Jesus and I think about how he had all those disciples the 12, the main 12, and then all the others that were following him, 
right um he chose 12 disciples and one of them was a devil so we obviously see in that how god um how jesus himself was very understanding of course he had knowledge of man of man he knew what was in the hearts of man and so um for him it was nothing to show up it was nothing for him to be accepting of the people uh that were around him in spite of their imperfections in spite of their uh dark the darkness that was in their hearts right um because he he knew the heart of man he knows the heart of man and so i look at him as an example of how to deal with people even people who misunderstand us because jesus was one of the most misunderstood human beings in history (laughs) uh who was you know a man but also god in the flesh at the same time he was so misunderstood and um that misunderstanding led to him being crucified on the cross and if he can still love even those that crucified him on the cross how much more should we also find a way uh to examine the life of jesus you know how how much more should we find a way to also be accepting of people regardless of their uh potentness i guess you can say in personality am i even making sense but potentness because you know some people are just very potent like they they you have to take them in doses (laughs) but i just look at jesus and i look at the life of jesus and how he was accepting of those who were even his enemies and loved even his enemies so much so that he was willing to die um in their place so that they could steal because think about it in acts chapter two the same men that were responsible for him going to the cross ended up repenting and giving their lives to him so uh that just goes to show how love really does truly cover a multitude of sins and so um i think that's it i think i can leave the episode right here where it's at that was really good love covers a multitude of sins that's the answer right there how do you handle difficult people um that are hard to love how do we handle people who misunderstand us and find it hard to love us and i just say um looking at the life of jesus looking at the heart of jesus and essentially just going to the cross and crucifying our flesh and the selfish desires of our own hearts that cause us to be very demanding of other people in ways that they don't have the capacity to be available and just accepting them where they are in that space until next time